am I here today? No way to know. I literally stared so hard, and because it was green, I thought that meant it was already recorded. Whoops. (laughs) Welcome back to Book and Bond, the podcast show where I, Kalisa, attempt to explain high fiction and fantasy books while I, Holly, try to keep up. While while drinking, of course. course. I'm going to try my best to go from beginning to end, including all the details I deem necessary and can remember. So if you plan to read this book yourself, major spoilers ahead the longer you listen. And fair warning. This podcast is for mature audiences only. But whether you love to read. Or not so much, we're going to have some laughs. So feel free to sit back and relax with your favorite cocktail or mocktail and jump into a world far cooler than ours for the next hour. And if you're feeling a little wild, we created a drinking game to level up the start of your weekend. So feel free to take a shot or a sip every time I'm unsure of a detail or I say this and that. Although we might have to switch that out eventually. I think I've caught on. I, you did. I kind of almost wish I never told you that. It's fine. It's fine. Or anytime Holly messes up reading a quote or she predicts the future. But please drink responsibly. Throw me away. <laughs> Throw me You're fired away. Um, you can also go to our Instagram to see the official rules True. Uh, if you want to play that way. Just a suggestion. No one needs to do anything they don't want to do. Yeah. But you can drink with like smoothies or water. Stay hydrated. Or you can not mm-hmm. play at all. It's fine. That, that... It's fine. <laughs> you can't make me. Um, you can head over to our YouTube channel to watch this podcast in video format. And speaking of games. Also, we created uh, a bingo game. Woo! Holly, would you like to run us through? Sure. So this is just for the Crescent City series. So that's for We've broken up the two books into four episodes. So it's just for those four Crescent City book episodes. Um, there, how many spaces are there? I should probably know that. Um, one, two, three, four, nine. Yeah, I just didn't trust my counting <laughs> skills just then. Nine. There's nine <laughs> squares of different things that will happen throughout the episode so if you can time stamp when we say it and which episode it's from if you fill out the entire card and you're the first to message us your filled out card you'll win a ten dollar barnes and noble i do that thing where i had s's to things so i kept trying to say barnes and nobles when i was like typing it and then i had to google it so on one of the slides it says barnes and nobles i mean barnes and noble that is the same thing um you'll win a ten dollar gift card to barnes and noble so nice we're excited to have we hope people are interested enough to give it a try yeah and maybe if we get popular enough we'll make it like a monthly thing yeah just the different stuff that we oh do. you don't know this but i actually already pre-made templates for the next nice books and everything we love if we should want to continue enthusiasm. doing it the you might cut this out i don't know the milkers <laughs> one i literally put things of milk as the picture <laughs> i did like the color schemes oh. to match the books and stuff nice i was i got really into it one night i got like over focused nice so in today's episode we are going to be talking about crescent city house of sky and breath i thought okay to be fair I thought that's what it said, but then on the back it said Earth and Blood, so then I got oh, very panicked yeah. and I was like, which one is this? So that, that it's is not even my phone. That is fair. Wait, and we're wearing Christmas 
holiday stuff because we're holiday and I'm from Pittsburgh and I love the penguins and I have had this forever and there's holly on it so duh did I misplace the cute little reindeer clip-ons that we had on last episodes sure did but and then I was at Disney one time and got that hat so we're just full of hats did you get this when we were over together mm-hmm. oh my gosh good times 100 years ago we used to go to Disney all the time we too. did all the time true um yeah and if we're a little bit of a <laughs> and and sorry somebody throw me and, and my sweet friend lauren clemens got into the i think it was cricket stuff maybe it was a different machine but she made me this cup it says fa la la freaking la so i figured that was appropriate yeah and callie has that's just etsy starbucks cup but we love all the etsy people so keep it up good great work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Sorry. No, you're good. I no, was going to say, if we're a little all over the place. <laughs> it's because we are. It's because, Holly, how was your weekend? Oh my gosh. So, started off Friday night doing an overnight babysit, which is super great. But then when I woke up Saturday, stayed with them longer, then went to a two-day concert and just got back from the two-day concert like two hours ago. So, yep. slightly scatterbrained, but it was a lot of fun. And I babysat Saturday night. I had five boys, but I loved it. And then I was working most of the weekend because tomorrow morning, well, honestly, in, in a few hours, <laughs> actually in 12 hours, I have to get up to go to Mexico. So, um, which is going to have fun. fun, fun things, fun things. So let's get into it. Okay, this- guys, this is the book for real. We're going <laughs> to talk about it. Remember we're talking about how we hate Logan. Yes. <laughs> I feel like some of this you are gonna cut out, maybe because so some probably. of it did get a little rambly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Bear with us; we're doing the best <laughs> we can. So his book is the second of the series, and both of these books right. are so freaking big that we cut both of them into two. So we already have two episodes. This this is episode number three. If you haven't seen those, we recommend it uh, just for some context into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You okay there? No, this is my brain remembering that you usually ask me for a recap, and I'm not sure if I remember enough <laughs> details to recap, but we'll get there when we get there. Speaking of that, Holly, <laughs> what happened to I literally, I literally have a thing pulled up on, like, what you should remember in between, like, when the books yeah. hadn't come out yet of, like, what to remember, and I, like, really skimmed it, lat- like, days ago. Yeah. Her name is Bryce. Yep. And she is a half fae, half human. <laughs> and she fell in... Oh! It's kind of coming back. She fell into a pit. <laughs> I'll go back a little more. Oh, okay. So her friend gets... Friend and... She's like a werewolf, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Friend's a werewolf. She's got a whole pack of werewolf friends. Murdered. So that's depressing. But she had just gotten a tattoo with this friend. That's important. Um, <laughs> oh, and then somebody, oh, a lot of people died. Okay. Um, uh, she's trying to figure out why her friend died. Shiver friends, this guy named Hunt. Athelar, who's like a fallen angel of sorts. Obviously, romance is blossoming. He's hot. Great stuff for us. There's a bad guy whose name is bad person. 
Who are you talking about? I don't know. The guy she fights in the library. At the end. So that's Micah, the governor. Oh, is there a first bad guy I skipped over? Um, Wait, that was all one book. No, there was one villain the whole book, right? Yeah. Well, he was the main one, but you don't know it. Yeah. Um, uh, at the end, you find out the governor's she, She's friends with a tiny little fire sprite. Lahaba. Lily. Leanne. This is the worst recap I've ever done in my life. Um, there's a big meeting that she's not invited to. Yeah. <laughs> All the important people are there. She's in a library. Why is she there? She works there. She works at the library, so she's there. So the governor's bad and needs a bone. He needs something that's crushed up and then turned into the tattoo, and she is horn. (laughs) I am so sorry. This is this is more. I refreshed my memory so this goes a little better. There's this like powerful horn thing. Yeah. What's it do? <laughs> it, it opens portals. Opens the portals naturally. What every horn should do. But it got it got turned into the fr- the friend that died whose name I do not remember. Danica. Danica. Oh, that's such a cool name. Okay. She had the horn for some reason. She stole it. She stole it. And there's like drugs also being sold, but I don't remember enough about that to go into any detail. Okay, Danica has this horn. She's trying to fight evil. You get like wishes when you turn a certain age or something and somebody asks for bigger boobs. I just remember that. (laughs) But you fall into a pit to like get your powers. Anywho, this is so bad. I am so sorry still. So Danica has the horn. She knows bad people want it. She crushes it up. So that's the ink that's used in the tattoo that Danica and Bryce get the night before she dies. So now Bryce is the horn, essentially. Yeah. Um. So she's working at this library, and Micah, the governor who's bad, wants the horn. So he's trying to kill her. But somehow she turns on some, like, video conference thing. So everybody at this important meeting is watching her, like, essentially attempted murdered um but her little fire sprite friend is there and she like breaks something like an aquarium giant tank yeah of water um and kills the bad guy but dies so that was really stressful to read if you read it tears All the portals start opening, all the gates, monsters are coming out and trying After to hurt she everybody. Kills him. Yeah. Okay. And everyone's almost everyone's still stuck in this meeting for some reason. Like people just aren't leaving. Um oh, somebody else buys Hunt. Somebody else becomes Hunt's like Sandra, owner. Yeah. Needless to say, people are dying, demons are getting out. Bryce to hopefully maybe surge the world and create enough power to like relock all the gates falls into this pit. She sees Danica down there mm-hmm. and she's like, Go fright Rory, you got this. Oh yeah, there's like an island for dead people. I don't really remember yeah, that well either. 
We're going to get well acquainted with that in this book. Oh, good. Um, and she, you know, oh, you can't always survive this alone. You usually need somebody like in the world. Alive. Yeah, so, like tethering yeah. your soul. But she makes it out and it's great. And she and Hunt love each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, she calls her mom. Mom? And had like the saddest phone call about like, I love you. She calls Hunt and she, she calls gives Hunt. her goodbyes to everyone before okay. she manages to to close everything. It's she really basically sad. Really dramatic. Saves the day. Yeah. And the Asteri, the, those are the head head bad people. Right. Well, they're like the leaders, the controllers of the world. Basically call and we're like, we trust that you're going to be smart. You're going to make good choices. Because they can't just make her disappear after being a savior. So. They can't. That'd be pretty obvious. And that's where the book ends. That was something. That was like a F minus. <laughs> like if this no. was a book report, like the teacher would be like, no. You did remember a lot of the details. It's just the order was maybe a bit scrambled, but for all intents and purposes. A yes. bit out generous. So... Book two starts with a girl named Sophie Renast. Hmm. She's entering Kavala, which is one of the human camps. Okay. Um, it's like slave camps. She's human, but she made the drop, which is very rare. So she's technically part veneer. And it basically explains that her parents were found as rebels. So she ran and she lost her brother because she was like coming home from school so they she saw like spray paint on the house so she ran because she saw that like stuff was happening so she goes to work with Ophion which is the the human rebels and basically is trying to get information on what happened to her brother hmm. so through that she found essential information on the Asteri um, basically big enough that could have potentially end the war and she's using that as a bargaining chip to get her brother. So she goes into the death camp. She ends up rescuing him and a bunch of different kids. And they run to a getaway van. They make it to a port where they have to get on this boat. Can which... I ask you her name again? Sophie? Sophie, yeah. Okay, phew. I was like, oh my God, I've already. <laughs> so um, she's trying to get all the kids on the boat. And she hangs back naturally. Um, Lydia, a.k.a. The Hind um that sounds familiar comes and finds her sounds like rind (laughs) and let's do rhymes (laughs) and we find out that she has a thunderbird talent which is basically the ability to control like electricity oh however because of they're so powerful the asteri has tried to eliminate all of them oh well yeah however they had killed her grandma but the grandma by then had already passed the dormant power went through the mom and Sophie has it. Oh my god. This is amazing. Also, we find out that Pippa is head of what some of some of most of the Ophion. I don't know if she's head of just like a specific section, but her name's Pippa. She's not great. She's doing like unsavory things to meet the goal, right? Of like, we need oh. to win this war. So she's gonna kill whoever she needs to to like get it done. Get it done. And so she's not happy that Sophie kind of went against orders and went into this death camp. And Sophie is like, says that her brother is more powerful than her. And so she got her brother on the boat 
she goes down essentially she's captured by the hind um her brother she looks up and two more omega ships um which are these like i picture them like big submarines that are trying to go after them those go down the thunderbird power just like decimates them and lydia's like did you tell anyone about what she found out about like the asteri and she says no and so she goes okay she chains her to a cinder block and throws her in the water starts out crazy that was the intro <laughs> sarah you wild girl <laughs> crazy girl so chapter one we see bryce is going to the ballet with her parents Aww. the crescent city ballet at the Ballet. we find out that it's three months later since everything went down with micah and right she now works at the fey archives because she lost her job because like the thing the whole library slash like technically it was like she worked at My a screen glitched again why is this happening <laughs> i don't know sorry what's up with your stuff um so she now works at, at the Fay Archives and Ember, her mom, is, you know, keeps asking about Hunt because things are a little different. And finally, Hunt arrives. The camera wasn't like totally plugged all the way in. So I'm wondering if that'll make it oh, better. Yeah. Well, okay. Her camera was messing up because she didn't plug it all the way in. Now I'm like, how was it even working if it wasn't all the way plugged in? But whatever. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Hunt arrives and we find out that they had made a pact that they wouldn't do anything sexual until the winter equinox. So they had already done three months. They got four more months to go. Why the, why? What's the winter equinox? Um, that It's just one of the holidays that they celebrate. So they were just like, then it'll be four or five, six, seven months. Like okay take time to get to know each other with all the craziness that happened (laughs) and they cuddle they well i guess they could but that's like opening the door gateway gateway drug netflix and show when he's like i'll just want a massage you know what i'm mad (laughs) stop stop are you mad thank you for asking I'm pretty upset that back when Netflix and chill became a thing, like a popular little thing that people were saying, I genuinely, when it first, first started, genuinely thought it meant like watching Netflix and and, like hanging out, chilling. And it wasn't until I I feel like this was like college-ish time or something when it got popular. Literally someone had to explain that to me. And I was like, I just felt bamboozled a little. Right. Well, because I feel like it's such a casual term that you could like ask your friends, "Hey, do you want to just like yeah, some chill?" But I think that's how I got duped. Yeah, one of my our, one of the the guy friends said something, and I was like, "Oh yeah," and then he was like, "Ew, like what are you trying to do?" And I was like, "What? I didn't know this was a trick. <laughs> this is like sneaky link all over again." <laughs> we're old link. ladies, and we did not know what sneaky links were until we just way later heard the term. I mean, true. Yeah, I mean it's fun. But like, wow. For context, my sister just turned 22. And so that's our, our pageant. Our demographic. The, the young life. Maybe every month she should really, she, she sit us and down. Julia should do a little presentation of what we've missed in like pop culture. Yeah. Cause it, it's moving fast. I just, oh my God, sorry. This is, I didn't watch the reels 
because I really don't know what TikToks um, of Jeopardy, and it was like not millennials, but like whatever the newest one, like words. So literally, uh, they gave them a scenario, and they'd like figure out what the word was. One was yeeted, and I was like, ah! "That's amazing! Anyway, not as good as yoinked, though." That never. <laughs> So, wishes okay back in they're at the ballet the lights go off boom her star her blouse after, <laughs> the way you touched your chest i thought you'd be like you that's like let's go uh no not quite damn it after she made the drop and everything happened she got this like star tattoo light thing it like oh. lights up she's iron my powers yeah uh-huh and it lights up naturally so Hunt, she like tries to hold it but this is embarrassing so Hunt puts his hand over it and they like joke it off and you know everyone's staring she's everyone now knows who she is right she's like hit celebrity status how is she gonna when does it light up just randomly randomly she still can't what if you're sleeping that's rude (laughs) yeah And afterwards, they go to a party at Runes, her brother, and Hunt gets an email that the new figurehead is headed to meet them tomorrow. We find out that it's the new, um, essentially the new Micah is going to be Celestina, and she was an archangel who was in charge of a place called Nena, which only had like 50 people and oh. now they're going to throw her into Crescent City. So they're already thinking like, okay, so the Asteria probably needs someone to be their puppet. Yeah. She's like nothing, you know, she's not known for anything really. Yeah. So if you can please turn to page 54. 54. Okay. Wait, how do you say their last name? Danan? Danan, yeah. Okay. Rune Danan knew three things with absolute certainty. He had sm- <laughs> he had smoked so much mirth root that he couldn't feel his face, which was a damn shame because there was a female currently sitting on it. He had downed an obscene amount of whiskey because he had no idea what the female's name was or how they'd gotten to his bedroom. Or how'd he wound up with his tongue between her legs? Three, he really fucking loved his life. At least right now. Love him. I'm sad we didn't get more of Rune last episode. <laughs> I mean, last episode. <laughs> well, the podcast last episode. episode. Last book. Yeah. And then things progress with him and this this nice, nice lady. They do seem to. Yeah. Did you read right after that how he has a uh, like a tongue ring or something that it? Oh, I didn't read that part. I read where did it go? He slipped his tongue inside her to let her delicate inner muscles clench around him. Nice. Sorry. Technically, you weren't supposed to get that little little line. <laughs> That's a freebie just for you. <laughs> and... You link away. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Naturally, Declan and Flynn burst into the room. They're like, grab your sword. We gotta go. They go downstairs. Oh, he had his sword. <laughs> <laughs> Not that sword. 
And in walks a guy. We find out this guy. In walks a guy. <laughs> Mysterious. Uh, his name is Korbak. He is prince oh. of the Avalon Fay. Avalon. 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 I think in my head I say Avalon, but it might be Avalon. Potato, tomato. And he's here to see his betrothed. Looks right at Bryce Quinlan. <laughs> Because it was set up through her dad, the Autumn King, right? To say oh, that I forgot about him. An official union to bring together the Lunatian Fae. And oh, the Hunt's Avalon not going to like that. I mean, neither is Bryce, but. So Bryce like puts on this big show of like, yeah, in your dreams, her star lights up and he's like, I've seen what I, I need to. I, I have proof of the goods and just like leaves. Okay, this is wild. We find out that Cormac actually attacked rune and his ordeal so remember the fae all have go through an ordeal right. and <clears throat> hunt and bryce decide to leave and they go back to her apartment to find ethan holstrom connor holstrom's little brother <gasps> absolutely bloody it's <laughs> like uh, they come in to find Ethan Holstrom bloody lying on her floor. Okay. Returning to Therian Kidos, the mermaid that calls Bryce legs, has really great abs apparently. Um, so he slept with a, a princess, the oh. River Queen's daughter, oh. and thus became her betrothed. So the River Queen has um a lot of rule over him and she essentially punished him we find out that he's looking for sophie via her and he founds the shackles that were tied to the um cinder block yeah no body but the shackles were opened Hmm. think about that so we find out that (laughs) sabine had Basically, Ugh. Sabine had slandered she Bryce. She's a popular girl. And, <laughs> and, um, and basically saying that Bryce was facing chasing fame. <laughs> and We're really good today. Ethan had spoken up against her and was like, are you going to believe someone who wasn't even there? Because Sabine was stuck at the Comidium. So naturally the pack beat him up and left him. So she has Ethan sleep with her because she doesn't want him to get blood on her couch. And Like just share a bed or like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just share a bed. Like yoink. (laughs) He's like beat up. And it's Ethan. She makes Hakoda on a a different room, the guest room. And while they're laying there, he's like, you know, Connor loved you, right? And she's like, yeah. And he asks, you know, did did you at least love him? And she's like, you know I did. No. (laughs) So, meanwhile, with Rune, the Autumn King, and Cormac, Cormac explains that Hecuba had two daughters. That was the witch queen. Sorry, her name is amazing. <laughs> so we have Hypaxia. Right. That I remember was, that name. That was the witch one. She's betrothed to Rune. Now, right. They had met that was the Med Witch. Yep. Yep. 
And her power is she can talk to the dead. She's a necromancer. And the other, her half-sister is Lydia, a.k.a. the Hind. The Rind. And she's a deer shifter. So. No. No. She shifts into a deer. Yeah. Or she can make deer shape. <laughs> no, she shifts into it. All deer. right. She's an animagus. Brills. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Deer, deer, deer. <laughs> I was like, we cannot gloss over that. I need to understand fully. You can make the deer do whatever you want them to do. Right. So the agreement was that um, whoever's abilities she took after would get would get her okay and so um when she was just a kid she had shifted shown the properties of a shifter and that's why she got sent to live with her dad and so all the hypoxia and lydia were not (laughs) the whole pack (laughs) frolicking through the woods um and the autumn king is like this marriage is final it's good breeding potential it is what it is do you think the other (laughs) do you know she's you (laughs) She doesn't hang out with deer. <laughs> You're done. And then I was like, I just took that in the stupidest ways possible. You're done. I was like, do the humans know that she? Wow, well, okay. no, that's the point. Stop, stop your yoinking. We have a whole book to So the next morning, Ethan and Hunt kind of square off a little bit. And Ethan's like, look, I've known Bryce for years. She made Connor wait five years before she agreed to go on a date with him. And Hunt is like, and and he goes, bro, you're on month five. <laughs> Good luck with that. Ooh. Bryce goes to work and she calls Jessica again. And it's mentioned she kind of has called her like a couple times this week. It's like she misses her a little bit. Yeah. And Jessica just advises her to think through the benefits of a marriage before deciding to refuse. Oh, Cormac also visits Bryce at her work and he's like, look, it can be an open marriage. Just let's pop out a few kids. You can do you. I'll do me. It's all good. And she's like, goodbye. That's (laughs) so. Words. Like. Chill about it. Like. Very chill. Like we need the alliance, but like, do you girl? Like responsibility. But yeah. Once we fulfill it, we go on our way. And meanwhile, the Triari meet Celestina. So that would be Hunt, um, Isaiah, and Naomi because the other one. Oh, yeah. Didn't Hunt get out of his contract? He got out of the contract, but he still works for the committee. Okay. Gotcha. And she's like weirdly nice. It's kind of unsettling. She's like, I just want you to know I value your opinions and feedback. So please maintain open communication and like let me know what you need because I just want to make Crescent City a great place. However, so um, Sandriel got killed. Right. She, that was Hunt's second owner after Hunt after Michael right. sold him. And Sandra had her own triari, which is the hammer, hellhound, the hind, the hawk, and the harpy. First <laughs> those, of all, Sarah, what the fuck? <laughs> those are all nicknames. So 
um we know the hind is the deer shifter and they're all like they're all terrible people and walk the hammer and the hellhound aka pollux and bassian so bassian is the hound pollux is called the hammer does the hound mean he turns him to a hammer <laughs> no <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was thinking of the hammer um yeah hellhound he turns into a dog he's a dog shifter but not a werewolf different things he's serious black hammer doesn't turn into a hammer he's just mean. i didn't think i i actually had put that one together right after now. you talked about deer for so long <laughs> first of all there was so i think actual good questions so does he have hair is he thor does he no um but pollux and um wait what's the hammer do uh, he's just like vicious. Like a badass. Well, hammer your brains in, not in the good way. <laughs> Yoinks. And Pollux and Lydia, so the hammer and the hind, uh, date. Oh, but they're split up right now. Oh. So and walk the hammer. She and the loves hammer. <laughs> um. Next thing we know, Bryce is visiting Hunt in a cell below the Comidium because he got in a fight with Pollux. And oh. Baxian walks up and he's like, look, I'm just happy someone's put a bullet in Micah's head. Oh. And so Bryce basically makes Hunt say that he's going to behave and Celestina lets him go. Why did he get in a fight with Pollux? Because those are, those are Sandrill's um groupies basically um, and they're they're not great people hmm. yeah not great people got it so therian in in order to find sophie finds an email chain called dusk's truth he's like hacking into computers and stuff with um the help of like technology declan created oh true. so he finds an email chain called Dusk's Truth between Sophie and Danica. They were talking. And that there's feels like that makes sense. Also another email chain called Project Thur between them where this um says something about the six will kill me, meaning the Asteri. Oh. And so Danica recommends that she can lie if she needs she can lie low in a place where weary souls find rest. So he goes out to explore. <laughs> he goes out to explore the and beach. he ends up finding a boat in a marsh and there's a human male arm there and like some stuff had gone down. So he's he's on the track. Sure is. We're on the case. We're on the case. If anybody has children in their lives, that's from Mirror the Royal Detective. Oh, do you remember? We're tramping through the bush. Oh, you didn't have TikTok then. No. That was a big one for a while. Damn. It's from the um, Backyardigans. I haven't seen they I have haven't had the pleasure. Bangers. Well, no. Are they the ones that are like... Into the thick of it? Into the thing. Okay, I guess, but not that one. The oh god, I don't know. They're like the weird little creatures. There's There's a a song that I like know from a cartoon I've never seen because it just got so popular, and I think it's them, but I don't remember what it is. 
right. I think the word lunch might be in it or space. <laughs> uh, can I buy a letter, please? <laughs> Not impressed with my skills right now. Lord. Okay, well, I'll think of it think and of I'll it, randomly sing it, it, and y'all are gonna be really annoyed with me, but you've been warned. So, Hun explains that Sandriel used to outside, 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 everybody's outside, line up, line up, line up, everybody, line up. I've never heard that in my life. Space and lunch are not in hell. <laughs> Face or Ooh, I'm glad my brain pulled that out quicker than I expected. Okay, back to you. Yeah, we're going um, Hunt explains that Sandril used to have him mess with these things called mech suits, and mech suits, the humans created them, and they're kind of like this giant like robot exoskeleton that they could hop in and pilot to try to make them um, as powerful, more powerful than the veneer. Iron Man. Yes. Darian shows up and asks Bryce if Danica or her knew a Sophie and Bryce is like look if you want any information you're gonna have to explain why you need that and so he finally comes out with it that Sophie and Emil her brother are powerful Thunderbirds there was emails back and forth and Bryce is like huh Danica's a rebel (laughs) what Uh, excuse me but also realizing that them being Thunderbirds they're very powerful weapons. That's what they're seen as. Yeah. And everyone's going to be vying for them. So Bryce is like, I genuinely want to help protect them from being used as weapons. Ember calls and she's like, people are congratulating me on this wedding. Oh. And Bryce is like, no, no, it's fake. It's all good. And meanwhile, Hunt is really worried about the idea of her getting involved, especially with anything around the Rebels and Ophion. So hmm. <laughs> Bryce talks to uh, Fury about everything. And Fury brings up that Danica was also a bloodhound. So yet again, she's getting sucker punched by things she did not know about her best friend. Danica, why are you leaving this like secret life? So a bloodhound is a someone who can smell um blood. Yes. But Dogs like blood. your underlying <laughs> power kidding. and your lineage. So that's very dangerous when it comes to especially politics because you can see people have like illegitimate children, what powers people really have, that kind of thing. How Which do you get is, that? You're just born with it, I guess? Yeah, she was born with it from her dad's side. So, <clears throat> which is why she kept it a secret. Yeah, you, that's too much power. So Hunt has to go train at the Comidium and... Celestina pairs Baxian with Hunt, obviously saying, you know, they, um, things in Pangera were a little bit like behind the times because mm. they've just grown up around war and all that. And they're like, you know, now you're in an actual city. Can you just show them the ropes and everything? And, you know, he, he's giving, Hunt's giving Baxian a really hard time. And Baxian just turns around and he's like, look, you never asked why I was in Sandriel's Triari. And, I just didn't show my misery like you did. Like, oh, you know, I just sucked it up. Hunt's like, I don't care. I don't care. So Bryce gets back home and Ethan is um, there, obviously. And 
rune and who knows everyone's in and out of her apartments now and ethan's like oh by the way your cat is a sweetheart and bryce freezes because she does she not have, have a cat. cat sure enough idis jumps on the counter do you remember him he's the cat he's the prince of the chasm chasm uh-huh that visited her uh he's one of the princes of hell but he sometimes shows up like a cat vaguely familiar and he basically says that she has starborn queen thea's powers and asks if bryce is doing anything to help end the war he (sighs) explains that the asteri have written their history right when they came and kind of essentially came in fifteen thousand years ago and he the Idis tells her to side with Ophion and she's like I don't even know any rebels and he's like well turn around sure enough and walks Cormac <laughs> so Cormac's a rebel Cormac explains that he was close to Sophie and that Emil he is probably also knows Danica currently running from Pippa Spetsos 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 and um Adis had led him there. He does know a lot about Starborn powers, and Bryce wants to end the engagement. So they're like kind of break out a deal that they're gonna help each other, and then the like the engagement's gonna get called off. He also tells Rune because he knows Rune can do the mind speak. He's like, that can be very valuable. Meet me at such and such place. Hmm. Bryce and Hunt discuss getting involved, and ideally, they dream of a world where the Asteri don't rule. And they agree that if they get involved, they need to have an out, like a, an, an exit strategy. And they also agree that they don't want to wait until this winter solstice anymore, because they are getting... Frisky. Or risky. Passion is... Spicy. Slowing. So Therian tells Ethan what happened with Micah and Sandro because it was all kept very hush-hush and Ethan wasn't at the committee so he never saw what happened. And he realizes like, man, everyone treated Brack everyone treated Bryce like such trash. Brash. I get it. Yeah, but <laughs> thank you. I see it. Yet she killed the person that killed Danica. You know, she she was the only one that got revenge. Yeah. So he needs to work off some of his wolfish anger and he grabs the star sword and he's like swinging it around in the apartment, jumping on. And Bryce comes back in right as he like jumps on the table and he freezes and sure enough, the table cracks, breaks open. And they find that there's a secret compartment full of Danico's papers. Stop! I was literally about to say that. Well, I mean, not exactly that, but I was going to be like, there's going to be something secret. Should have said it out loud, damn it. So Rune also tells, meanwhile, while that's happening, Rune also tells Declan and Flynn everything. We have enough characters in this book that most of these chapters are split up into like three different groups of like, I need to get to all the groups. So Danica has a paper titled Dusk's Truth, basically saying that if the Asteri are stars like they claim they are, they've fallen. 
It was just hard not to imagine that meaning like celebrity stars, like meet the stars. And I was like, I know that's not what that means, but my brain went that way. Okay. Right. If they've fallen. They were fallen stars, right? Like, are they really all all powerful? What's that from? I don't know. Why do we know that? Are we just taught it? Oh no. Um, I think it's in a movie. So Rune meets Cormac. <laughs> Rune goes to meet Cormac and he's like, look, I've been working as a rebel for four years. Oh. Agent Daybright is our most important spy. Oh, I hate that name. Right. So much. They are in it as a spy. And Sophie used to mind speak. They would like oh. mind speak. But now that Sophie's not there, they're not getting the intel from Daybreak. Oh. So they want, he wants Rune to try it, to try it. So he gets like a little crystal thing. And he's like, okay. Meanwhile, Hunt agrees to help Bryce as they talked about. Um, so she blows him. <laughs> As a great thank you, obviously. I was not prepared for that. I thought you'd be like blows of a kiss, and then you just stopped at blows, and I was like, blows. And I was like, oh. Can please turn to page 236. Here we go, guys. Buckle up. 236. Oh, this is going hardly. I am not good at pages. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. This is a lot. Hunt tried and failed to get up, as if his body were stunned stupid. Bryce smirked, a queen triumphant. Every fantasy he'd had of her these months, none of them came close to this, to what her mouth had been like, to what she looked like, naked. Hunt had managed to prop himself up on his elbows when Ethan yelled from the other side of the apartment, Please have sex a little louder. I didn't hear everything that time. I love that there's always a cheeky (laughs) bastard somewhere in these stories. Okay. Bryce burst out laughing, but Hunt could only stare at the little droplet that ran down her chin, gleaming in the dim light of her star. Okay. (laughs) that okay she noted the direction of his attention and wiped off her chin rubbing her fingers together then licking them clean hunt growled low and deep i'm going to fuck you senseless her nipples were hard as pebbles and she squirmed against him nothing but those little lace panties separated her sweetness from his bare thighs but then holstrom shouted that sounds medically dangerous oh i love them I love the cheeky friends. It's always good. You There's need to somebody cheeky in these stories, and I love it. So Hunt also goes to sleep. <laughs> and in his dream, he meets Apollyon, the prince of the pit, which is the deepest circle right. level of hell. Right. That, I'm remembering he that He had now. actually, so... I don't think you remember, but in a previous episode, I had mentioned there are seven Asteri which is technically correct, not fully correct, because there's only six right now, because Apollyon ate the seventh Asteri. 
What? He's known as the Star Eater. Yeah. Like, okay, no, 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 no. You say things and you're just like, move on. And I'm like, my brain is not. <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. All of the person? Well, it doesn't go. I mean, into not detail. like their bones, obviously, but like, or it, just like it just, enough, like he just had a little nibble, ripped his neck off, a little nibble. No, I don't know. They do not specify. Sarah, that. I need to know how much of this person, this other person, ate. <laughs> I need to. Did he like absorb his powers? We get no information <laughs> except for okay, that. Okay, I'll move on. He ate, ate a star, a star theory. eater. Yeah. And that's a nickname I can get behind. Also pushing Hunt, like you guys need to train. Oh. Train. Get prepared. Oh, so is he good? Or I'm confused. If he's being nice to Hunt, that feels like a good thing. Um, I mean, nice is relative. They all have their agendas, so he's just pushing them to train. I I don't know the exact words that were used. Okay. They're not best friends. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? There's so many room for There's so much activities. I keep seeing that meme being used over and over of Brennan in the back of the car where he's like, I'm just going to call him dad. But like they've made it like a bazillion different things and it just keeps popping up and every version of it's funny. Amazing. Amazing. Zeroon manages to contact Agent Daybright in his head and it is very obvious right away that he does not know what he's doing. He's very inexperienced, right? So she shows up and she's just like, kind of like a giant version of Lahaba of just like covered in fire oh so to like hide herself luckily naturally he's hidden his appearance with all this nighttime because that's what he works well with shadows so we don't know who agent i'm calling her nightlight because i hate daybright um for some reason we don't technically know her identity we don't yet we just know it's a her and so she becomes day he he doesn't even have jessica he doesn't have no but a good guess he doesn't even have like she's like what's your name obviously she can't give him his real name and she's like all right look you can be night she's day he's night oh so she can't be nightlight anymore (laughs) she can't be nightlight though okay rune's gonna be nightlight someone's gonna be nightlight yeah 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 (laughs) she wrote the the bird videos like these british guys were dubbing over birds and he was like night time dick time <laughs> no he was like, it sounds familiar i, I just don't quite hmm. anyways bollocks hunt gets called in and Baxian and, and pollux had gotten into a fight publicly and so to kind of punish Celestina for not having her people mm. have their lives together, mm-hmm. the Asteri are making her mate to a man named Ephraim. Ephraim. And they're going to have a ceremony in a month. And Wait, that's her punishment? She's forced marriage. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's I don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she, I mean, because she is supposed to, like, head and um, listen to the Asteri, she essentially has to be like, oh, I've been given this gift. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. What an honor. Love it. And Mm -hmm. she talks to Hunt privately, and she explains to Hunt that she actually used to be friends with Sandriel, not Sandriel, Shahar. 
Shahar was Sandril's sister. Sandril's oh. the bad one. Shahar was the one that was trying to lead the rebellion. That he fell she in love died. with. He fell in love. Yeah. She was like, look, I tried to buy you, hun. It just wasn't working. Like, stuff was happening. Like, he made an effort. She had made an effort. It's like, well, he's he's happy the way everything went down because it led him to Bryce. True. So Ethan and Therion kind of team up because Ethan is a werewolf and he has like good senses. And so Therion asks him to help him track down all the trails and they keep getting this human female scent. And so he thinks that Peppa's on the trail. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Bryce and Rune are headed to Cormac for training and they're talking and Bryce like closes her eyes for a second and she opens them. Rune is gone. These reapers, which are the creatures like, that stay on the bone quarter. Like um, Rim Reapers? Kind yeah, of? I kind of picture them like Dementors, essentially. Demental, Demental! <laughs> is dragging Rune, like multiple of them. So she takes off after him. She jumps into the sewers where they take him down and they're like, look, we have a message from Apollyon, Prince of the Pit. Uh, I didn't move it down. Oh my God, it's glitching more. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, basically saying he's looking for a worthy opponent, so you better start training. And why though? Why does he want to fight? Well, what are we so fighting for? Remember when the portals opened and then all of the like creatures yeah. were coming through? Yeah. So, like, what do you think Hell wants to do on... Oh, unleash chaos. So, she explodes all of her light, and Cormac comes in, because they were supposed to meet up with him, so he comes yeah, into the sewer tunnels. probably pretty turned on. He can te- teleport. Oh, that's handy. So, uh, she grabs the star sword, and she manages to slash the reaper, and he teleports Ethan out, and then she comes back. Or not Ethan, sorry, Rune. And then he comes back and teleports her out. Handy. So Rune wants to ask his dad about the sword to be like, what is this if it can kill? Like, how can it hurt something that's like technically not even alive? Yeah. And the Autumn King is just like this. He says this because Rune obviously has to lie about the circumstances with which it was used. And he says it was made from a metal of a fallen star on another planet. Um, and that it exists beyond their laws so remember there was that prophecy that said that when the sword gets reunited with the dagger the their people will like come together right the dagger yeah once more felt like a professor trelawney moment there you go (laughs) like how your head goes (laughs) that was brilliant well it's like when master and something get reunited i don't know yeah yeah. once more (laughs) so crazy like so cormac is trying to teach bryce how to teleport it's not really working wait you can like teach people that or like you have to have well they're both fit you have to have a certain power but you know they're trying to explore what she can and can't do um, she's a pretty powerful person, so theoretically That's she true. should be able to. Holly, you can't go through the book. I'm not. I was looking how many pages there were. Uh, no, you can't go to the That's last page. I wasn't. Okay. I was just. I was just. You're making me nervous. <laughs> you can't for the grand it. reveal. <laughs> and um, they have 
Sorry, that was just really funny. I, I loved it. <laughs> they have Declan surveying cameras on the Reapers to see where they came from. And um, Bryce calls and asks Jessica, and she says that she needs two death marks to go visit the Bone King. So if you're alive, you need a death mark to be able to get on the boat to get across to the huh. Bone Quarter. And Jessica's like, I thought you were going to call to ask about Danica. And she's like, what? And she's like, well, I thought you would have been curious why Danica was always poking around the library. And Bryce is like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Um, so, that's going to be helpful, but all right. Bryce, Hunt, and Fury and Juniper all meet at the meat market. And they're helping her look for a meal because they're trying to see who, who might have him where he's at what this like kid is doing and are the they, drugs still a thing in this book drugs yeah, yeah. Okay. that's the meat market is like the drug central right so they all split up and take a different area naturally they don't find anything so she decides that she's gonna go to the gym and they get hot hot and heavy he's basically returning the favor oh. at the gym mid-workout and uh, uh, there she... are people at the gym are they i guess no no it's it's empty for right now but like jesus get a room and she blurts out i love you and she's like whoops yikes um don't worry he loves her too it's fine so later they come back to the conversation and she he was like well did you mean it and she's like yeah did you mean it and he's like yeah because he had said it back oh good i was like and this she's like so what like are you my boyfriend now like that doesn't sound right partner sounds weird like and he's like what about mates and she goes oh, mates are very very serious to the fae so like so i just the, want you to know what you thing what you're signing up for basically she's like i just want you to know what you're signing up for and he's like well i mean we're gonna be forever so like yeah yeah okay hunt rune meets up with day again and she has oh it's gonna be someone we know info there the hit on the spine is a go so the spine is a um train track that has shipments she says there's a shipment coming in three days with a new mech suit prototype. And oh, Rowan is like, you feel familiar to me. Like, have we met? And she's like, absolutely not. Nope. Please be the girl that was sitting on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, my gosh. That'd be so funny. I'm sure you would think you would but... recognize her smell at that that point but anyways and he asks her about sophie renast and she ends the call she's like nope is it his mom we're not talking about this huh it's his mom is it ember oh ember's not his mom embrace's mom right crap yeah. no that's okay uh no damn it <laughs> no i didn't mean was the girl that's on his face as well wild so backseat shows up just as Bryce and Hunt are heading to the bone quarter with their death marks. And he's like, this is probably not a great idea. They're like, bye-bye. And they cross 
and they're talking to the underking and he's like look my reapers are accounted for also there are definitely no nothing here is alive and she's like all right is lahaba here nope surely not and he explains that he comes from a place between stars and he likes to sample a bite or two of those who go through the gates basically when you die you sit in the bone quarter until everyone alive has forgotten you oh and then you go through the gate and you become second light so you just get poof turned back into energy oh and that's like that's not like commonly known that's it's like the idea of like oh you go to you you rest eternally at the bone quarter and Bryce is like, why are you telling all of this? And Hunt's like, oh, he's not going to let us leave. Um, That's not going to be good. No. Meanwhile, Rune, Ethan, and Also, Quimet. what did you mean he likes to sample the people that come through the gates? Is he eating people? Yeah, he's just a little hungry. He likes a little taste of the, the light. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I can't say if it's like physical nom, noms or... <laughs> if it's like suck your soul dementia style yeah mm. I don't know interesting so Rune, Ethan and Cormac go to an informant um, but Mordok shows up Mordok is a highly feared wolf that resides with the rest of like Sandriel and all them their group and Ethan's like that's Danica's dad Nobody ever talks about it, though, but that's who she got her bloodhound talent from. So he knows smells. So because he knows what Ethan smells like, Cormac teleports, gets Ethan out first. And Mordok is like, I know there's a fae here somewhere because Rune's like tucked in. He has that shadow ability. And so Cormac comes back and they teleport. Meanwhile, Bryce and Hunt are fighting this giant dog it's like 10 feet tall and it multiplies into like three different dogs oh that's not nice on the other side of town do they have any weapons what are they fighting this dog with dogs uh she does have the star sword uh rune made her take the star sword to the okay the I guess that was and cool. hunt has his like guns and stuff but it's like not going great so cormac takes rune and ethan across town he teleports them and gets them uh to a bar where obviously there's like public camera so if Mordok is like oh I smelled these people here how were they across town at the exact same time smart hmm. and um they're just hanging out there and all of a sudden the hind and the harpy show up and they sit down and they're like let's play a game no bad idea meanwhile Hunt gathers all of his power and tries to shoot this giant lightning bolt at the dogs. What does Bryce do? She runs in front of it, lights up the sword. Hunt freaks out, but Bryce has absorbed the power and she manages to slice into one of the beasts. No, no, the beasts. (laughs) (laughs) Bryce and Hunt, they're both... um, the once you know they've been fighting and she kind of starts to run out of power hunt is also pretty tapped 
So he goes up to the dead gate, which is the gate that the he um the underking pushes the souls through to make the second light. And thinking about what Bryce did at all the other portals, he thinks, all right, I can become a conduit. So he puts his hand on it and like sucks up all this power. It's like frying his insides. And he um um turns around and he says light it up Bryce just like Danica had said her because that was the thing oh yeah and so he he charges her up once more she's recharged once more (laughs) they go run for the river and Therian shows up to help them out wait who shows up Therian okay on a little wave skimmer to like help them get back oh yes so the hind and the harpy want to play a game and they're like let's play Mm -hmm. poker and she's hitting him with all these questions and, um, you know, Ethan's trying to be the the dumb jock and um, Rune's like, oh, like I top your list of sights to see in Lunathian, like, okay. And the hind calls out Ethan over pining after Bryce. And she's like, oh, that's, that's pitiful that you are in oh. love with your the same guy the same girl that your brother loved and he oh. like freaks out and oh. he's like you don't know what you're talking about so because he's shown his cards they decide to get up and leave and I feel like I said that he liked her maybe I didn't I don't remember. They meet up with the rest of the gang. So Hunt has to go help Celestina because Ephraim has shown up, arrived, and they're having like a private get together before the actual like mating ceremony, whatever. And, um, you know, you can tell Celestina's a little nervous and he's there to support her, but he gets a text from Bryce sucks my dick like champ. (laughs) and it just says Sabine is here so he needs to sneak out but unfortunately Celestina notices I'm pretty sure she wants to fuck him Mm. interesting Sabine has shown up at Bryce's apartment. She throws Bryce across the room. Everyone gets up and she's like, hey, stay out of pack business. And they all know that if Ethan tried to face off against Sabine, he would lose. He just doesn't have as much power as her right now. Like eventually he could, you know, overpower her. And Bryce turns around and asks if Danica was a rebel and Sabine like takes a step back and um, her and... Ethan square off against her and she's slowly backing up. Hunt shows up, puts a gun to her head and is like... And then also Baxian followed the hot, the hellhound and upon seeing... Hot hell. <laughs> upon seeing all of them she decides she, she leaves. She's like, alright. Oh, she's cool. like, too many we're people. We're good, we're good. Also, Rune had invited ethan to stay at his house because obviously with bryce and hunt getting close and knowing he has wolf's hearing like that's weird and so ethan finally accepts the other to offer the other 
I'm so done. An author he can't refuse. <laughs> he accepts Rune's offer to stay at his place. Rune meets up with Day again, and she finds out that he is residing in Lunathion. And she mentions that she doesn't have any friends, and she had to become a monster to beat monsters. So Ethan meets with Therian, and he basically explains that the Hind was right, and he shares the backstory of meeting Bryce. So... It's not Celestine, right? I feel like she couldn't be Day. Day? It's a good guess. I just, I feel like we don't know that many women. And There's just like a ton of men in this book. He explains that, obviously because Ethan was the younger brother, that when um, Connor went to college, he kept talking about this girl, so who's going to finally go meet her? And as he's headed up to his brother's room... He runs into this girl in the hallway and they start talking and she's beautiful. And 10 minutes in, he's like, I'm going to marry this girl. Connor pops out and he's like, oh, I see you met Bryce already. And naturally, Therian's like, I mean, it's Bryce. Everyone, everyone loves her. Also, none of you are going to end up with her. So awkward. So it is what it is. But he like, he essentially kept quiet to like give his brother space to pursue her, you know. And Bryce goes to, she started taking dance classes again with Juniper and she finds out that another, Juniper is a really good dancer. But another person got tapped to become principal when it should have been Juniper. And so Bryce, getting really mad, calls the director as Her Royal Highness Princess Bryce Denan to kind of use her title to get sway. Holy potatoes. Meanwhile, Hunt gets called in to talk to Celestina. And she basically said, like, Ephraim questioned the disrespect that two of my triari could just leave in the middle of a private event. So as a punishment, Hunt has to spend two weeks at the barracks, staying essentially at the Comidium. It's his punishment. Hmm. I think she likes him. I'm still certain. Okay. And... Okay. <laughs> Therian, Ethan, Rune, and Bryce decide their next step is to go to the Mystics. So the Mystics are seen as these like seedy establishments. And Bryce like keeps trying to talk them out of it. And they go in and they meet this, uh, he's called the Astronomer. And he has all these rings and it looks like they're starlight. And then Bryce looking closer realizes no, there are fire sprites within his rings, like, trapped in there, which is terrible. And it's explained that, essentially, poor people with the mystic talent, kind of, you can think of it like an oracle talent. Nah, this is a little different. Um, poor people essentially get sold, so their family sells them to get money. And then they get put in these like giant water tanks with the right technology and they kind of like astral project and they can go anywhere. So like they can answer all these questions about, you know, what's out there, different planets and everything. So 
Ethan wants to ask if his brother is still in the bone quarter because after what he found out, he didn't know if they were going to get punished like the rest of the pack of devils. Danica's gone, but if the rest of the pack of devils was going to get punished and like pushed through the gate to become a second light. Um, and so the mist, the astronomer asks one of his mystics, they're all in tanks, he can't like talk to them, but they like. He can talk to them. They have like earpieces. So he says, you know, he's do asking. they die? How do they live their life in this tank? Um, so they're hooked up to like a regulator so they can breathe air. Mm-hmm. But they're like essentially like, oh, you never saw Stranger Things, huh? So for her to like essentially astral project, she had to be in this like water. She has to be in water to kind of like simulate weightlessness so your brain can go where it needs to go. And so the mystic goes and again they have technology to like show what's going on and um i guess their brain waves can translate what's being heard and said wherever they're at and he goes into the pits of hell and someone is he says from how deep they're going it looks like they're at the deepest one the the pit and he asks, you know, I'm looking for a wolf and someone says they're like, no wolves have been here for, for a long, long time. And he goes, who are you? And he goes, well, um, a mer, a half fae, half human, a werewolf and a fae had, you know, asked about, about the wolf. And this thing goes, let me see, let me see. And the mystics, or the, yeah, the mystics' eyes open, and that's halfway. So, whoever's in the bottom of the pit is like looking through the mystics' eyes. Yeah, that feels creepy. Yeah, it surely is. Hmm. What a ride! I don't know what to do with that. So, so who the frick is daylight? <laughs> it's someone we've met, right? Day is a question, yeah. And then where is Sophie and Emil? Is Sophie oh, yeah. alive and Emil still looking for Wait, them? is Sophie daylight? No, because Sophie was talking to Daylight. Right, 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 right. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> grasping just at straws because there's not like a bazillion girls in this book. Right. Right. So Danica's daylight and she's not really dead. Could you imagine? Just kidding. Uh, that's probably not true though. Um, wow. What a ride. Oh, wow. Wow. Sarah really writes some stories, man. Oh, but you know how like typical Sarah fashion, I guess you don't know, but typical Sarah fashion, she like shoves the most activity into the last 100 pages. So like you're going to get all of your answers and more like too many answers sorry many my answers. thing glitched again and i do not understand what's happening when we finish this one i might Possessed. unplug it and replug it in like Sound officially so. also just wait real quick i read one of the reviews on the back worst weirdest thing they could have said tender funny dot 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 hot and satisfying I feel like that is the weirdest combination of words ever. Yeah. Tender, funny, hot, and satisfying. I just... 
You have all the words at your disposal, and those are the ones you picked. I don't know. That's all. That's all I want to say about that. So be sure to follow us so you can see the next one, because that's when shit Shit goes goes down in, like, a crazy way. This is the one, yeah, you said your sister called you? Yeah, I made my sister call me so I could watch her read the last chapter. She for sure was. So somebody's dying. I can't comment. Somebody important's dying. Well, thanks for joining us on that roller coaster. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review and let us know what book suggestions you have. And we would love to hear your thoughts, comments, and questions. So if email is most convenient to you, you can email us at bookandbottlepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bookandbottlepodcast where you can see what episodes are coming out next. You can vote on what books you want Callie to read see some behind the scenes stuff like she just got like the giantest shipment of books so it's yeah. the place to be it's tonight the place to be so until next time books, books down, down and bottles up, up. <laughs> i'm gonna stare at you until the end of time now <laughs> i can't be trusted